The Productive Woman, Episode 89. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about being productive when we're sick. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 89. Before we begin, I want to just uh, give a little reminder. I think I mentioned this last episode. I'm working on an episode um, for future future episode, uh, uh, and this is a topic suggested by a listener who wrote asking for some advice and suggestions on how to streamline meal planning, shopping, and preparation. And I would really love to hear from you and include your suggestions. I've done some research. I've got some things that I'm pulling together. But I'd love to hear what you have to say. I bet you have some great ideas. How do you manage the process of getting meals on the table? Do you have any favorite tips for meal planning, for expediting the grocery shopping process, maybe services you use that have helped you with that process, um, favorite um, tips for, for streamlining the meal preparation process. Please send me your best tips, tools, techniques, and suggestions as soon as possible, either via email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or even better, leave a voice message and you can, you know, just a minute or two, uh, you can do that by using the voicemail button either on the website or on the Productive Woman Facebook page. And, um, you know, you just click on that button, leave your message with your tip or your suggestion, and that'll come to me and I'll be able to plug that right into the episode as I put it together. So I'd love to hear from you, love to include your best suggestions on getting uh, meals on the table in in an efficient and productive way. So thanks so much in advance for your suggestions and for participating in that episode. Okay, so... I, um, it's interesting timing for this episode. Uh, the suggestion actually was made by a couple of people I've talked to earlier this month. I did a lot of traveling on business and I spent several days at, um, it's a, was an all partner retreat for my law firm and it was uh, pretty brutal in terms of the schedule, but I was fine until on the way home, on the flight home from that trip, I started not feeling well. And by that evening, I was, you know, pretty sick, pretty much not feeling well at all. And, um, turned pretty sick. I mean, it, it, uh, that, that was a Wednesday evening and, Really, by the next day, I woke up feeling like I couldn't go to work, but I did anyway and um, have been sick for the better part of a week now, more a little more than a week. And uh, what I found interesting was that it wasn't just me. Several of my partners came home sick. 
Uh, I've had, so I've had several colleagues who've had various kinds of illnesses. Uh, the coach that I'm working with has been sick. My audio editor is sick and um, the person who assists with the show notes as well. And most of these people I've never met in person. So it's not like I uh, contaminated them with my sickness, but it just must be something in the water this spring that there's a lot of stuff going around. And a couple different people said, you should do an episode about how do you stay productive when you're sick? And so I thought about it and thought I would share some some thoughts on this. Um, a couple of things that came to mind uh, that I did wrong, that I, I, I wish I'd done differently. And the f- number one was that I waited way too long to go to the doctor. And uh, as a result, I, I missed the window to treat the flu, which is what my doctor thinks my illness began as and had to just settle for treating the secondary symptoms, the ear infection and and sinus infection and upper respiratory um, symptoms that I had. I wish that I had gone to the doctor right away instead of, um, you know, trying to tough it out. And second thing I did that I would say I did wrong in dealing with this illness was I went to work sick. It felt necessary at the time because I had already been out of the office for three days because of this partner retreat. Um, And I felt like, oh, you know, I've got to get in there and get some things done, get some things taken care of. But the problem is it really didn't, it didn't contribute to my getting well. Um, Frankly, it, you know, exposed my coworkers to my illness. I wasn't terribly productive during that time at the office. And because I was so sick, I, you know, there was frankly a risk of, of doing poor work. You know, when you've got sickness brain or medicine brain, you're not necessarily going to do your best work. And you, I suspect you're a lot like me in the sense of, you know, we, we want to do a good job. We want to be responsible and take care of business. Uh, and yet, when we're sick enough that that we're not at our best, then we're not necessarily going to do our best work, are we? So those are a couple of things that I felt like I could have dealt with better in this particular illness that I had. Um, but I did some things right as well. And these are some things that maybe you could think about as well if you have an illness. Obviously, how you uh, handle an illness depends on the kind of illness it is, how sick you are and how long you've been sick. You know, if it's a critical illness when you're in the hospital, then you're going to have to deal with uh, with it in different ways than if it's, you know, a, a flu type thing or a, a really bad cold or something where you are physically capable of getting up and go to the, going to the office. Then you need to think about whether you can or not. So some of the things that I did right that uh, maybe you would want to think about uh, if if you're dealing with an illness that you need to stay productive. Uh, The first thing that came to mind is that before getting sick, I had gotten ahead on certain things like recording podcast episodes. So those things were covered. I didn't have to worry about recording a new episode during that week when I was at my worst because I already had done so ahead of time. And um, for those of us who have certain, you know, job responsibilities, whether it's our day job or a side hustle or, or 
uh, even family responsibilities. The fact is, we never know when illness is going to strike, whether it's our illness or frankly somebody else's illness that we need to help them with. And so there are things that we can do uh, to be prepared when kind of the worst hits by getting ahead on certain things, whether it's having a couple of emergency meals in the freezer uh, so that we, you know, we're covered for meals when we're not up to uh, cooking for ourselves or our family or, you know, getting ahead on our job responsibilities, whatever it is, having that little bit of cushion can make all the difference in the world when we're under the weather. And so that's something to think about. And I, I was very grateful that I'd had the opportunity to, to get ahead on some of these things uh, so that I didn't have to at least worry about those while I was trying to get well. Uh, another thing that I, that I think I did right, um, although I went to work and if I had it to do over again, you know, looking back, I think I, I probably would have recovered faster if I had um, given myself a day off or even a couple days off instead of going to work. But I did let myself go home early each of those days. So it was Wednesday evening when I first came down sick. I went into the office on Thursday and Friday, but feeling really bad. I mean, I was really feeling lousy. And um, I did let myself... um, you know, I took care of the things that I felt like had to get done, had to get taken care of, whether it was things I needed to do myself or things that I could delegate to somebody else to take care of. And then I went home early and, um, you know, and went to bed, let myself get rested. And um, it was hard to do that. I don't like leaving early and especially when I'd been out of, out of the office anyway, but it was important uh, to let myself get the rest that I needed. And so, uh, that might be something you can consider if you really feel like you have to go into work. Uh, can you can you cut the day short, head home early, you know, just get the bare minimum of the necessary stuff done and then let yourself head out early and go home and get rest. Um, third thing that I did right that I would uh, that I would say I did right in dealing with this illness was, I basically let myself stay in bed all weekend. I had plans for that weekend. I had been out of town the week, uh, the two weekends before for various business trips, and there were things I really wanted to get done and had planned for the weekend. But I, I pushed, put those things aside and let myself just stay in bed and and rest. Um, and you know, I mean, when I say I stayed in bed, I basically really did stay in bed till like noon. And then I would get up and kind of stumble out to the living room and lie on the couch under a blanket and kind of shiver and had, had movies playing or different things to sort of distract myself. But letting myself not do the things I had planned, but just let my body rest, I think was really important. And Again, I think that's hard for us as you know, women who care about being productive, about getting things done. It's hard for us to just take a whole, you know, a whole weekend off like that. And yet, our bodies need that rest, need that recovery time. And so, I think it was important. Uh, another thing that I did uh, that I think was helpful and that I encourage you to do is I. I you know, I went into my task manager. I skimmed through the things that 
were, you know, showing up as, as being due, looked to see, all right, is there, is the world going to fall apart if, if I don't do these things? Is there anything in here that absolutely has to get done? And, um, I basically selected all and bumped everything several days, bumped them out. Everything that was due during the, those days when I was sick, I just deferred it and pushed it forward a few days so that, you know, they're still going to be there. I'm not going to forget about it, but I gave myself permission not to do those things. I also looked at my calendar and saw that I had a couple of different things scheduled. I was, I was scheduled to be interviewed on a couple of podcasts and they had, you know, they'd been on my calendar for a long time, but, but honestly, I couldn't talk. I sounded like a frog and, Plus, I was coughing all the time. So I reached out to those people and rescheduled those appointments. I had a, you know, one of the things on my schedule for that weekend was to get my car serviced. And I was past due for that. But I, you know, I I just rescheduled it. I, I went online and rescheduled that appointment for a couple weeks out. My car's not going to explode or anything. But I, I did take the time to look at my task manager, look at my calendar, see what was on there, and um, do the necessary to reschedule some things for out a period of time when I would be feeling better and better able to really do a good job of those things. And I, you know, then I just slept as much as I could. Like I said, I let myself go home early from work, and I didn't come home and, you know, do work at the house. I got ready for bed immediately and and went to bed early and tried to sleep just as much as I could. Our bodies need that rest when it's when they're fighting off illness uh, and to give to to give ourselves permission to do that, to take care of ourselves in that way. I also drank a lot of orange juice. I drank as much water as I could bring myself to to drink. I was running a fever, and so, of course, it'd be easy to get dehydrated. So it's real important in a time like that to, to continually hydrate yourself. And so I, although I didn't feel like drinking anything for the most part, I, I did so anyway. I just would drag myself over to the refrigerator and, you know, kept a, a glass of icy orange juice or ice water beside me at all times with a straw and just drank as much as I could get myself to drink. Similarly, I made myself eat a little bit and and that was hard for me because I felt so awful that nothing sounded good. But the problem is when you're feeling that lousy, the longer you go without we, um, eating anything, the worse you feel. You, I've, you know, you feel um, weak and lightheaded and, and because you're, you know, you're getting malnourished basically. And so I forced myself to eat a little bit. I scrambled an egg or ate, ate, uh, you know, some, I had some jars of peaches that were kind of, that I kept in the refrigerator. So I would eat a little bit of that or some applesauce even better if you're feeling sick to eat eat something like oranges or kiwis or other fruit that's high in vitamin C, something nutritious um, that will help your body fight off whatever is you know making you feel so lousy. 
So I, I feel I feel like I, I you know I could have done better on that, but but it was a good thing that I did um, to help my body have the fuel it needed to fight off the illness that was um, knocking me out. Another thing I did that I think was helpful was I tried to keep things tidy. Now I did not do any housework during this period of time. Uh, so when I say I tried to keep things tidy, I mean, I kept a waste basket near where I was lying down so I could toss the tissues in there instead of letting them pile up on my bedside table or the coffee table. It, it's really easy for things to just, you know, when you feel that bad to just sort of toss things wherever and pretty soon the place looks like a pit and it, that, that doesn't help. I, at least for me, it doesn't help me feel any better. So I made a point of keeping a wastebasket handy. And when it was overflowing, um, you know, I would change out the bag and kind of put it by the back door for the next time I took the, could take the trash out. But just trying to keep things kind of tidy and, and, and neat and not letting things get too out of control in terms of how bad the place looked. And um, another, you know, finally, I guess the, uh, another thing that I did right was that I, you know, dragged myself into the bathroom to take a shower. And honestly, I didn't feel like doing that. Uh, I was weak and dizzy and feverish and feeling so lousy. But after wallowing in bed all day with a fever and sweating and, and feeling, you know, just scummy, um, once I got myself into the shower and, you know, you have to be kind of careful when you're feeling that sick to, to not lose your balance or, or whatever. But, um, the, the shower felt pretty good. I got to admit, and I felt more like a human being after taking a shower and, and just getting cleaned up a little bit and uh, changing into some clean pajamas uh, it seems like a small thing, but it really can make a difference in how you're feeling as you're trying to recuperate from whatever illness it is that you're dealing with at the time. So those are some things that I feel like I did right and that might be helpful to you if you're in the, you know, you're dealing with sickness and trying to be um, productive. And, and, you know, maybe this, it seems like I'm not really answering the question of how to stay productive when you're sick. If I'm saying lie around and sleep a lot, but remember on the productive woman, we're not, when we talk about productivity, we're not talking about um, checking the most stuff off our to-do list. We're talking about making a, a worthwhile life. And part of making a worthwhile life uh, is taking care of ourselves, um, whether we're sick or not. To me, that's that's all part of that process, that it is sometimes the most productive thing you can do is to give yourself a break, to take a break, to take care of yourself, to do some simple things, to uh, acknowledge the fact that we're human beings and we, um, we're not superhuman. We get sick. We have downtimes like this that we deserve and we need to take care of ourselves during those times. So those are a few of the things that I did. Some other thoughts, some things to keep in mind if you are dealing with an illness. And and again, this isn't so much about a, um, you know an acute illness where you're hospitalized or something like that. That's a, a whole... Uh, 
other degree of um, interference, if you want to call it that, with your ability to accomplish things and get things done. This is talking about, you know, an illness like the flu or or a really bad cold that kind of lays you low for a while. And there are things, these are just some things to help keep, uh, keep things going until you're feeling better. Um, so uh, of the things I've talked about so far, maybe learn from my lesson and get to the doctor. Give yourself permission to make that appointment and get into the doctor sooner rather than later because it may be that you'll recover more quickly and be back to a hundred percent more quickly than, than, you know, in my case, it took longer probably than it needed to. And to do some of the things that I did well, give yourself permission to defer some of your tasks and projects to, uh, reschedule some appointments to, and some commitments and, uh, allow yourself the time your body needs to recover. Some other things to keep in mind, uh, if, if you, um, you know, if you're down for the count, so to speak, and feeling not well, uh, do what you can in terms of the the projects and the tasks. And and nobody can really uh, decide that for you. It, you're you're the one who knows how you're feeling and what you're feeling capable of at, during that time. But if there are some things on your to do list that you can get done that you feel like you've got enough energy and brain power to do them and do them well, maybe not the high priority, high energy demand projects and tasks, but some of the low energy, low risk things. Uh, Some of the things you can do to stay productive, even when you're kind of lying in bed and trying to recover, is review your project list. Go through and do a, a real thorough review and give some thought to what you've got on there and the process we've talked about on other episodes in terms of of um, a weekly review or quarterly review and and you know look at it real carefully and think about do I really still want to do this project? Is this something that still matters to me? What would be the next step when I'm feeling better? What's the next thing I'm going to do on this project to to make some progress towards accomplishing it? Delete some things that maybe don't matter to you as much anymore. Look at what's on your your project list and your task list and and, uh, give some thought to whether they really reflect your priorities now as much as they did when you added them to the list. Another thing you can do to maybe make use of time when you're, you know, because a lot of times with these illnesses, they kind of ebb and flow and sometimes you feel really, really lousy and sometimes you only feel sort of lousy. And if you're um, in that little phase of time when you're feeling like you can maybe do something, maybe that's a time to, you know, lie on the couch with your laptop and go through your emails and, um, you know, delete the spammy things that don't matter Maybe reply to uh, some emails that you that uh, you can reply to quickly, and others maybe just send a quick email saying, uh, "Hey, I'm um, under the weather, but I'll be back with you shortly with a with a thorough response or something like that." You might want to consider putting an out of office message on your email if you're getting lots of messages that you just don't feel up to responding to. Simply put an out of office message that says, I'm, you know, I'm away at, at the moment. I will be catching up as quickly as I can and uh, kind of leave it at that. 
so that at least people know you're not that you you know you're getting their message but you're not able to respond now but you will when you can if you really must work if you've got to whether it's go into the office or work from home take lots of breaks and you know keep a, a glass of water handy or some hot herbal tea or something that will help you stay hydrated and maybe feel a little better and take lots of breaks. This might be a good time to try that, uh, the Pomodoro technique, which we've talked about before, where you set a timer and work for 25 minutes and then, um, and then take a five minute break. Or, you know, if you're really feeling pretty lousy, maybe a 10 minute break where you either get up and walk around a little bit or lie your head down on your desk, uh, lay your head down and, and just rest during those 10 minute breaks, uh, we can push ourselves to the breaking point, but that's not necessarily going to make us more productive. We sometimes have to just acknowledge our humanity and take those breaks and let our body do what it needs to do to recover. Another thing you can do to really stay, help stay productive when you're feeling bad is keep you know, keep a notepad and, and pen nearby, whether you're home in bed or, or wherever you are, and take notes as you think of things that need to be done as soon as you're well again. Uh, you know, that way you don't have to worry. You don't have to use any brain power, brain exercise, uh, energy, trying to uh, remember the things that need to get done. You just write them down, capture all that stuff to be tended to later when you're feeling more like yourself again. And finally, ask for help. Whether it's in your office, uh, from your home, whether it's friends, whether it's um, you know using a service to deliver some groceries so you've got something to eat if you're homesick, uh, any of those sorts of things, all the things we've talked about in previous episodes about um, being productive in a busy life, those apply just as much when we're sick and we're kind of off our game because of illness. It's okay to ask for help. It's important to ask for help. The fact is we, we there's something in us, some of us, maybe it's just me, um, but I, I'm guessing maybe it's you too. There's something in us that wants to believe we're, you know, we're critically important. And maybe you really are a brain surgeon. And so what you do is a matter of life and death. But most of us, even me, as a lawyer at a large law firm, what I do is important, but it's not a matter of life or death. And the world will continue to rotate on its axis, if, even if I'm out for a couple of days. Uh, as hard as it may be for us to admit that we are not indispensable, um, there's, there's some value in letting our team step up and support us and, and seeing that, you know what, things still get done even if I'm not there uh, at my best. So... Um, ask for help, accept help. If somebody offers to bring you some soup or something, let them do it. Uh, we need to learn to accept help as much as we love to give help. And that can make a big difference in our ability to recover, bounce back, and get back to being the active, uh, effective women that we want to be. So those are just some thoughts that came to me as I've, uh, you know, kind of survived the last week and a half or so of being sick and, and traded some messages with other friends of mine who've, uh, who've coincidentally been sick at the same time. 
But what do you think? How do, how do you handle your commitments and obligations when you're sick? I would really love to hear your thoughts on this topic and, um, you know, your insights and some, whatever tips you can share. So please feel free to, to reach out to me with your thoughts. There are a couple of different ways, as always, that you can share your input on this topic. If you would like to share your thoughts publicly, you can do that through the comment section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 89. Or you can uh, post a comment or a question on the Productive Woman's Facebook page. Either way, I'll see that and, and I'll be sure to respond. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or you can leave a voice message either on the website or on the Facebook page. And uh, like I said, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic and some suggestions for what I can do better next time I'm sick or what other listeners can, uh, can learn from your experiences. If you are enjoying The Productive Woman, I would love to have your help in, in spreading the word and, and growing the community. There are a couple of different ways you can do that. First of all, tell a friend. If you've got a friend who you think might enjoy whether this topic or any of the others that we've, uh, that we've talked about over the, the last couple of years, you can uh, tell a friend how to subscribe to the podcast, where to find it on the internet or in iTunes, show them how to, how to subscribe and become a part of the community. You can also share The Productive Woman on social media. We try to make it really easy for you. There are sharing buttons uh, on every episode's um, website page, uh, sharing buttons for Facebook, Twi Twitter, Pinterest, uh, Google Plus, and others. And again, that's for every episode. So for instance, in this case, if you go to theproductivewoman.com slash 89, you find the notes for this episode and you'll find these sharing buttons and same thing for every past episode. So you can very easily share any episode that you really like, not, not just the most recent ones. And you can share those right to your social media channel and let people know about this thing that you like and want to be a part of. And finally, as always, I would love it if you'd consider leaving a review of the show if you haven't done that already. Uh, leaving reviews in iTunes or Stitcher or various other places helps other people find the show and become part of the conversation. And I really appreciate the feedback. It helps me know whether I'm on track, what I can do better. There are links to subscribe on, and to rate and review the show in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 89 or you can go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher, and that takes you right to where you can leave a review. And just, uh, just a few sentences would be great, and I appreciate everybody who's done that so far. I want to say a special thank you to Emily Prokop for her help with the show notes in these past episodes. She's also been really great about coming up with some ideas for printables, uh, that things that you can, you know, some of the worksheets and different things and some tweetable images that help me um, make it easy for you to uh, 
put put what we talk about into effect in your own life. And so I really appreciate Emily for her help and her ongoing support and encouragement. Uh, she's the host of a podcast herself called Classy Little Podcast. I encourage you to check that out and um, let her know that uh, you appreciate her participation in the Productive Woman community, because I sure do. Uh, a reminder that I'm available to speak at your events. I, I would love to be a part of that. So if you've got a women's group or a retreat coming up, maybe a business team meeting that you'd like to have a conversation about productivity-related topics, I, I'd love to be a part of that. Reach out to me. Uh, you can send me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or you can give me a call at 972 638 0308 and we can talk about what I can do to add value to your event or your group and I, I really enjoy the opportunity to do that and finally remember to share your best tips and suggestions for meal planning shopping prep meal prep and that that sort of thing for the upcoming episode that I'm working on now um, shoot those to me via email at feedback at the productivewoman.com or uh, a voicemail message or, uh, you know, any of the other channels that we've talked about before. I would love to include your tips and suggestions. I know you've got some great ones. I think that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you found this helpful. I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until not next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.